Hello everyone, welcome to the Outward Podcast. My name is Jenny Danielson. In this episode, I speak to the artist Deborah Skako. We talk about Lacey and the artist in residency program that she's founded there. She's also an artist in her own right and I do encourage all of you to check out her work. It's pretty magical what she's managed to do um, with this artist in residency program. So I do, I do hope you will enjoy it. Thanks for listening. start with an easy one where are we so we are at los angeles clean tech incubator which is in the heart of the arts district in downtown los angeles and uh lacy as we affectionately call it is an incubator dedicated to creating an inclusive green economy and what that means is that the organization incubates businesses that are working towards climate solutions And those businesses range from um, very consumer-based businesses like Repurpose, who make uh, biodegradable, disposable, like uh, plates and cups and things like that, to uh, Ampere, who are creating the first all-electric commercial aircraft fleet. And you're an artist. Yes. And you're also the program director of Air Lucky. Yes. Yes. So what is that? So AIR is the artist in residence program here at Lacey. And I founded the program um, almost two years ago now uh, because I I make a lot of work about ecology and lines and history. And um, I was making a lot of work about the LA River and River LA is headquartered here. So I came in for a meeting with them and they said, you should take a tour of the building. And so I did. And I saw the Advanced Prototyping Center, which is a facility with over $10 million of equipment, including water jet, laser cutters, 3D printers, all sorts of things. And because I am an artist and I am an opportunist, (laughs) I just thought there's a real opportunity to do something here and to create something that is beneficial for artists that are working with climate related themes, because you have this mechanical capacity, which is really unusual for artists outside of education to have access to. And you have this intellectual capacity, which again is really rare for artists who have research led practices to have the ability to talk to thinkers of this caliber who are doing work in related themes. And so I worked with a number of people here at Lacey and raised some money. And now we have a residency program. How does this residency work? So the residency, it's a six month residency within a cycle of 12 months of creative programming. And the residency is for research-led Los Angeles-based artists. So the idea is that we're working with interdisciplinary artists who will utilize both the technical and the intellectual capacity. So it's an opportunity for artists to learn possibly how to do things they don't yet know how to do, but also to expand areas of research. So we start in January with an open call. And it's free to apply and it's for sort of career level artists. So and it doesn't matter if you have an MFA or anything like that. It's just really showing a proven dedication to your practice over time with very specific areas of research that it's kind of more of a fellowship than a residency in lots of ways in that when artists come in, they'll have projects in mind. And then through the network here at Lacey, as well as just my own network of being here, you know, 
working in the art world for a number of years, I try and make connections for people that's within their areas of interest. And then we hope that collaborations blossom from that. But the other part of it is that through working in the Advanced Prototyping Center, you're working alongside portfolio companies and engineers and people working on all sorts of things. So there's a real exchange of knowledge that just comes from being in that space. And then, of course, you know, conversations happen in unexpected places. And so collaborations blossom from that. And these researchers and people who are here, are they all happy about these artists? I haven't asked all of them. I think people are very intrigued by it. And so we're now just entering our second year. So I think we learned a lot from last year. And I can say certainly for my own practice, it was really picking up on different strands of research just by having access to people that, for example, are looking at the LA River Master Plan or um, looking at the ecology of the river. So I think there's like varying degrees of curiosity and trust and total misunderstanding. And one of the things I'm excited about with this year is that we are really thinking more about how to deepen those relationships between artists and campus members. And so now I'm like working with many more departments within Lacey and thinking about how to really find meaningful ways to integrate artists and portfolio companies together where it's mutually beneficial. Because that's really the whole, I mean, I feel like the whole thing with this is like, is it useful? And is it useful for both parties at all times? So we're constantly revising and taking feedback and thinking about how that works. But I feel like a real benefit of artists being here is that we just have different ways of seeing things. And of course, we are not obligated to find solutions so we can ask questions in a different way. And so I think those kinds of communications hopefully open up the way that portfolio companies are thinking and how people are approaching problem solving. How many artists do you take in every year? So every year we have three artists and each year we have a selection committee that changes. So there's a clean slate every year. And again, we're just in our second year. So, you know, it's we're still we're still young. But the idea is that, you know, the criteria doesn't change in terms of it being research led and Los Angeles based. And that that's important because I think. The residency is really about an exploratory process of learning and research. And so we want to help people build relationships that last long after the six-month period. So it's not a residency that's fixated on beginning and ending a particular project. It's kind of the opposite of that. It's like we want artists to ask questions that lead to very meaningful relationships that last for a very long time. And, and I also think because... It's a Los Angeles-based residency. It's it's not so often that you have the opportunity to do a residency in your home city. And so there's also this kind of community building that is happening that feels really valuable both for the artists and for people here. So when the artists come in here, um, do they have a desk? How do you do it practically? So practically speaking, they they don't have an assigned desk, but actually neither do I. And I work here. So <laughs> so it's all it's all a little free form. Um, but the artists tend to spend most of their time in the, the advanced prototyping center, the APC for short. And that's basically a shop. So, I mean, the main room of that is like a water jet cutter. And then there's a sort of side room with 3D printers. And then there's another side room with a large scale inkjet. So it tends to be more that you kind of put your stuff down and you go from machine to machine, depending on what you need to do at that time. 
but we do have a computer lab where we tend to, like myself and the two other artists tended to use that kind of as our office, <laughs> just because it's like a neutral space to congregate and there's usually space. But we, we're also revising that for this year. Like if people feel like they need a desk, that's something that we can arrange, but it hasn't been a need so far. So you started this program mm -hmm. and you were also one of the first artists mm -hmm. during that year. So did something happen during this six months that was completely surprising to you? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot happened that was completely mm. surprising. One of the things that was the most surprising was the bond with the other artists was really extraordinary. And I think a part of that is when the residency starts, because we have all of this equipment, and even if you know how to use it, you have to be trained with this facility in mind. So we have this week-long training session, which I say is like the summer camp that I always wanted to go to but never got to. And so you're just together constantly for a week. And so it just, it's such a great way to really learn about each other's personality, learn about each other's practice, learn about each other's interests. And so then you move into the residency feeling very acquainted with one another's work. So it's just this like constant availability for an exchange of information, which was really exciting. And then going into the residency, I had this ridiculous idea that I was going to somehow make a dent in a project that was mapping past, present, and future lines of Los Angeles. And I was so convinced that I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I've already started this research. I've been looking at it for five years. And I met with, you know, I met with historians. I met with professors. I met with, and, and it was through having the residency, just the, the weight of saying, you know, I am in this program at Lacey that people are like, okay, I would love to talk to you about this, right? And I realized that nobody knows this information. And and it was really, that sounds so simple, but it was so important because I, I am starting to understand how little we know of our own history. And so we've built this entire infrastructure around an impression of what our ecology is, but we don't actually know. And so it was really the for me, the relationship between history and ecology and urbanization, it, of course, it's very deep. But this this really reinforced just how deep that is, because I think a lot of infrastructural problems that we have now come from us not understanding what came before and not understanding how the natural world actually worked before we concreted it, right, before we cemented it. So it definitely opened many, many more questions than answers. But that's kind of what it's about. So is this funded? Yes. Yeah. So you do have, during your stay here, you can actually just research. It's, well, it's funded. I mean, we have to raise the budget every year, right? So it's like, that's a part of my job that I had never wanted to be a fundraiser before, but now it's just a part of what I do here. Um, but there is a $13,000 stipend for each artist, and that's over a six-month period. So it's not quite enough to give up your day job, but it's it's enough to hopefully provide some space. Um, and that was one of the things that was really important to me in founding the program is that we have to value artist thought as opposed to the art object. So it's really acknowledging the value of artists as strategic thinkers, as opposed to only viewing artists as makers and that we should sell stuff and that's what has the value. Yeah, it makes so much sense when you say that, you know? Yeah. But again, it's it's just not necessarily what happens. So have you been to other residencies before? 
funnily enough, I've done one other residency, and that was at the Ellis Island Museum and Statue of Liberty National Monument. And I was their first artist in residence, and their only artist in residence, actually. And this was in 2012. And it was myself, along with a pair of artists who are also documentary filmmakers uh, called Laura Nova and Teresa Long. So we were there for a month working with their historians, archivists, just with with access to their records, basically, and their archive. And it was intellectually one of the best things I've ever done. And I still make work about the strands that that opened. Uh, But logistically, it was really challenging. And I was living in London at the time. And so I came to New York for a month to, to be at this residency. And there was no stipend. I had to pay for my own travel. I was provided a house in Jersey City, but it was actually quite difficult to get to Ellis Island from this house. So I'm so grateful that I did it. I'm thankful that my sister lives in New York City. So I was able to kind of and 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 I grew up there like I, I know New York very well. So I was able to navigate it on my own. But it was funny because when I did that residency, I thought, God, this has such potential to be something amazing. But the logistics made it really difficult. And it was then that I thought, oh, it'd be great to start a residency. And I just like had this little thing in my head thinking about how many residencies are run with the best of intentions, but are just not equipped for artists. Like I had a studio that was only available at the same time as the library was open. So it was like, so either I can be researching or making work, which when you only have a month in a place is not realistic, right? So that experience was both completely enlightening and also very frustrating. And I think in part what led to me doing this and me wanting to do this. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. I think a lot of people go on residency and they find themselves alone um, somewhere where they don't actually know anyone and they don't know how to connect with people and they're only staying for a month. Yeah. So, um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I th- I think that residency can sort of fail in that regard, that you, that you don't really get anything out of it. I agree. And I, and I think that's in part why it felt important to have three artists at a time on the same schedule, because it can be really isolating when you are in a different environment on your own. I mean, right here, we're in an incubator. It's not, I've never been somewhere like this before because I'm not a startup. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an engineer. Right. So, and actually in developing the program in kind of doing all the strategy behind it and fundraising, I, I was here and I was, you know, pretty much the only artist working in the space. And it was really lonely as much as people here are lovely. It's like, there was just kind of a different way of being and it felt kind of lonely. And that's when it felt like I want to be able to contribute to this community by bringing in a different community that can help each other through navigating this unusual space. And then I think that there's a certain amount of confidence that comes with that, that like when you're sharing those challenges with people and you can talk them out and you can kind of navigate the space together if that's something that feels like it helps. Yeah, I think it sounds really good. So are you very excited about the three new artists coming yes. in? Yes, yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. They're really, really It's three very, very smart artists working in really different ways. So in no particular order, (laughs) uh, we have Alana Mann, who is making these really wonderful sculptural 
objects of protest and is thinking about advocacy and really the dissemination of information in a very public way. And so she has some ideas. I don't want to tie her to anything, so I won't discuss specifics, but her practice is very engaging and it's very engaging of all audiences. So I'm really excited to see how she responds to being in this incubator space, also being in the arts district, you know, being both geographically and intellectually where we are. I think she's going to do some really great work. And then um, we have Brittany Ransom, who is also a really brilliant artist who is really interested in this um, relationship between the natural world and the built world, maybe. But also like she's she's looking at the relationship between beetles and wildfires. And so she's really interested in pests and what pests can offer us. And I think she presents a really unique view on on relationships that very much exist, but that are not so acknowledged. And then we have Beatriz Jaramillo, who is a really beautiful ceramic artist who's been looking at ice melt and wants to sort of transfer that study to looking at sea level rise in Los Angeles. And her work is like very beautiful, has a really sort of delicious, like formal quality. It's very tactile. And I think it integrates research in a really beautiful way. Sounds amazing. So when... Will there be an exhibition at the end of their stay? Yes. So yeah. the the kind of the loose structure of the residency is that we do the open call in January. The selection process happens sort of March, April. The residency itself starts in June. So um, artists have access to the lab from June through November. And then just after Thanksgiving, we have a culminating event. And so that that could be an exhibition, but that could also be like a parade or it could be a festival or it could be it's kind of I leave it really open for the artist to decide what feels right because I I also think I didn't want to be prescriptive about what the outcome is because really the outcome should be led by the work not the other way around sounds amazing thank you so much for talking to me about all this thank this you is really for, good thank you for having me thank you